0: And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's Afterbuzz TV's Revolution After Show.
2: Hey guys, what is happening? And a huge round of applause at the beginning. I was clapping, I don't know if you saw it, but... Guys, I am so excited for another episode of Revolution because being is for doing, and we're doing the After Buzz edition of Revolution. Joining me, as always, across from the studio, the very, very lovely Daryl Kristen. <laughs> hello, all. And sitting next to him, the ever so handsome Kristen Snyder.
3: Oh, hello, guys. Let me lower my voice for that handsome moment. And
2: next to me, the ever so beauteous Kristen Snyder. Or Kristen Carroll, I'm sorry. Yeah.
3: Yep,
4: exactly. Hey, guys. Too
3: no, many I'm,
1: I'm <laughs> throwing Christens. myself off
2: here. I'm throwing myself off. And we've
4: got, you know, Kristen Klein over here. And
2: I am Kristen Klein, <laughs> a.k.a. Dave Klein. I go by two names.
4: And guys, we're
2: excited to, to talk about The Plague Dogs. It is... It really uh, makes sense here, because we find out, especially in this episode, the whole lack of medicine and how much that means in this world. Because, And we're going to hear a lot about that throughout the episode, but let's go ahead and jump right into the beginning of the episode, where Charlie is uh, she's running with what is essentially a week's worth of rations, and what seems like one of the militias chasing after her and tackles her down and is trying to get it and capture her. And his whole point is that he, he he doesn't really seem like that bad of a guy to me. He just doesn't want to get in trouble. Is sort of what I took it from. Mm-hmm. Where he's she's like just leave me alone, and he's like, look, I I just don't want to get in trouble. If I leave you and let you go, that's gonna be my ass.
0: Yeah,
4: probably because so, he hasn't seen a girl in a while. Just thinking. I like and he wants some ass. Sh- I really enjoyed the shaky
3: cam. <laughs> The yeah. camera uh, shots and mm-hmm. the shaky cam—I actually really liked that. I wish more we got more of that from this world because it kind of takes you, you know, out of sync. And, and that world is really like shaky, and we should feel like scared and nervous being in that world. So they should do that more often.
1: Very Cloverfield. Yeah, if you want, Let's a little do it. Cloverfield
2: action. I like it. And Cloverfield was such an awesome movie. I'm all about it. So we find out. So Miles then helps out and is all sort of plotted out, and they. He basically goes to this militia guy and is like, "Um, I'm Miles Matheson, so you know what that means. (laughs) Sucker. And you are going to tell me exactly what you know about Captain Tom Neville. Was he here? What's going on? And they discover that he's heading to Noblesville, which, what do you know? That's exactly where they're heading, and it's a day away. How everything everything is a day away. So convenient. Everything. (laughs) So they're heading to Noblesville. What did you guys think about this exchange? Because Charlie... He starts grilling Miles, and is just so pissed at the end of the scene about how even his name strikes so much fear into the heart of young men.
3: Charlie, shut up. Drop it. I agree. No one cares to hear about Charlie, and everyone likes Miles, so <laughs> that's how I feel.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, she's clearly still upset with him from the information that was revealed last week, but it's, mm-hmm. I think, Charlie, you need to let it go. I yeah, this. he's he's saving your your ass right now. Let it go.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think at this point, Charlie was grilling him last week. I thought mm-hmm. they'd kind of moved on past it, right? Yeah, and it's just like, oh, she's still in this funk about it, and and he proved last week too that he's willing to do what he can to save them. I mean, he basically sacrificed himself yeah. mm-hmm. for her. Yeah, but apparently, that's not enough for her. And it's not enough.
4: <laughs> no, well, she, she just. Um, I think she's definitely <laughs> likes to solve different things, and there's a lot to the puzzle that is Miles that she doesn't have a piece to. Yeah. She, you know, I think she wants a sense of control over something she doesn't know yet. So. Right. I want to hear more about Miles' story too. I just wouldn't grill him necessarily how she does it because it's definitely gonna annoy him. I feel like did. he is actually like.
3: The biggest mystery and, like, the coolest part of the story at this point, like, you know, Mm -hmm. his involvement in the militia. And they're not giving that to us, and I feel like they just should because then taking it from there, once we figure out that backstory, if they would just jump ahead to that and then take us into what happened then, I would be much more intrigued in the storyline. But at this point, I'm just kind of, like, waiting
4: until we get there. I tend to think they'll do that in the next one because this show was really about Maggie. We We learned Mm -hmm. a lot about her because of what happened. Did yeah. we ever... A question, though,
3: guys. Did we ever need Maggie in this show?
2: I mean, I think uh, she acts as the doctor character yeah. because, mm-hmm. especially in this society, you need somebody who can but be did that she doctor.
3: help anyone?
2: She poisoned the people at the beginning who oh. were trying to yeah, rape everybody. Did. Yeah, that um, was in not, the I, I
3: liked that. That was badass. But I wish that she just had a bigger role because I just felt like she wasn't really that important well, in I the also, show entirely.
1: I think that maybe also they had her there because Charlie sort of needed a mother figure mm-hmm. since her mother so, wasn't there. So Maggie fulfilled that role slightly while even though she gave her a tough time those last couple episodes she fulfilled that role for her, which wasn't there for her
4: well and who knows what would have happened with, with Ben since his wife's gone and I think she kind of helped although he saved her she probably saved him and maybe we'll get to see a little bit of that later in flashbacks because I would assume she'd be back for more stuff because she was there when they were growing up i I don't understand why she couldn't
3: find a ship to get back to England. Like, where were the ships? Well, she was walking from Seattle all the way to the East Coast. So That's how a long damn that far walk. Yeah. A long walk. Why it probably took about
2: a day. Why wouldn't
3: she just go to the West Coast and look for ships there? Well,
2: because she's trying to get to, to England. England. You can't really, especially with that type of technology, I know, but you're ships, not going to take a ship.
3: Okay, but ships go faster than walking, so... I think that sure. would have been our best bet is would to get also, on a ship there rather than also, walk 3,000 miles to I mean, a ship. I mean, are
2: there really ships, though, that are traveling from Seattle, south of the United States, around Mexico, through the Panama <laughs> Canal?
3: Honestly, I think she should have just got on a ship. Like, let's think about it. You're going to plan to walk 3,000 miles or are we just going to sail? Like, you could take one ship to the next ship. You have ship.
2: to go south of South America. Or through the Panama Canal. That's a pretty damn long trip.
4: Or you go to China and then you gotta walk all the way to London. I just feel like she'd
3: meet people, you know, that could take her. on ships or no, or like the connection I just don't feel like walking from the west coast to the east coast and then taking a ship was the I right think that's
2: way. the only way in this world I mean I don't I, know
4: Well and she said that um on her journey over that people were telling her that there were ships available on yeah. the east coast but probably just by the time she got there they were all gone They stopped doing it yeah. and the guy said that the militia had taken whatever was left besides and I'm kind of curious the guy mentioned about after the wars. So she took. it must have taken her a couple of years to walk all the way across there. And I hope we kind of see those battles yeah. yeah. of what happens. He's like, after sure. the wars, there weren't any more ships. And that piqued my interest into kind of, you know, what did they have to do with the wars and wars, and do we get to see Miles have an effect on that? Was that the malicious fault? I don't
1: That's know. A good
2: point. So something that? else that I thought, at least for me, that Maggie was kind of as why I found her to be an important character was she was the one who brought out the loss of the photos of her kids. Mm -hmm. And that was, I think, of all the things that people lost because of electricity, the loss of those photos that really mean something to you was the Mm -hmm. one that hit me the most. So in that sense, I think that's why, at least for me, Maggie was... More of a bigger character and why what she brought to the table.
3: We could have given someone else a cell phone though. I don't know. I just didn't care that she died. I was well, like, okay, great. Well,
2: that's probably why they killed her off, <laughs> is because we really don't need her that much. Yeah. So, but speaking of Maggie, Maggie and Aaron do end up running into the group. They do meet up. They're at the meetup reunion spot that they planned out, which I think was Noblesville, right? Um, No,
4: it was close to it, and it was two weeks after they had left. So now we're two weeks later. And
2: Aaron doesn't want to tell the group about the pendant, which, as we talked about last week, I think is a smart decision not to tell people. Because Mm -hmm. as he himself says, and he says his reasoning, it's because people would kill for this. Mm -hmm. This is something that we should keep to ourselves because who knows what will happen if this knowledge is out. Ben died for this. right?
4: And just plausible deniability for the rest of them. Oh, if they don't sure. know about it. They can't be taken. Yeah. So.
2: yeah. so after they end up meeting up, they have their reunion, and they run into some dogs eating a deer. <laughs> and the dogs <laughs> oh. are pissed off. Yeah, so they yeah. are not happy. Even though they have their food, yeah. they're just not happy. And Miles wants to run!
1: And you As never run. As he says like that never run please explain you should know that
3: yeah and every have lessons by yeah
1: this i mean we all know the rules here whenever you see you know mad dogs you never run from the dogs because you take a moment and just sort of slowly walk away because if you run they're going to run after you which they <laughs> did and these dogs are hungry they probably have rabies and they're crazy and when they leap at you you punch them in the face <laughs> or you use your crossbow like i said and just shoot them
4: well maggie did and that didn't turn out too well for
1: her well that's true
2: but because aaron, aaron Aaron uh, is climbing up and gets bit, Mm -hmm. climbing the fence. And as you said, Maggie crossbows the dog for Aaron's sake and gets into some trouble because of that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So they – before that happens, though, Aaron talks about – and this is sort of the whole medicine thing that was one of the key factors to this episode is that Aaron's concerned about rabies Mm -hmm. because in this day and age, there's not really a way to treat it. If you if you get that, it's just he's kind of screwed. So he is, I think, rightfully so, concerned about it. It's even something we were joking about before he said <laughs> sure. it, like he's going to get rabies. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. I'm
4: glad he brought that up too. Yeah. I wish he
3: did get rabies. Like, come on, throw some like. Kristen just loves people in. dying. No, I like <laughs> I like dramatic scenes, and we're not getting that. Yeah, give someone rabies. Let's see that happen. Oh, she. Got her artery cut. That doesn't do anything for me. I didn't see that happen.
2: I mean, I saw her get stabbed. I don't know about you. I think I
3: hear face is
2: (laughs) This is a whole different uh, side of Kristen I haven't seen. (laughs) We
3: need some Game of Thrones up in here. No,
2: in Game of Thrones, Kristen wanted more deaths too, okay? That's how extreme Kristen is. All right, I didn't know. She was like, I'm not getting enough deaths here during Game of Thrones.
4: You still got a And during the she wanted more horses You know what happens in Boy Meets World? People die.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's totally. That's what I got out of when I watched it as a... As an adult, that's when I watched it. Um, so, Miles, after they get away from the dogs, Miles is telling Nora that he wants to leave the group, and she tells him that he is a selfish dick.
3: They're pushing. I our had limits. it underlined. So many swear words. What is up with that? I really don't feel like the swear words are adding to the action. So
2: I know he should have. She should have called him a selfish penis. Because it's not a swear word. It's not a swear word. Hmm. I think that's what she should have done. So Charlie overhears this conversation. I think they would have dropped
3: the show if that. I is. think so. so. Oh,
2: well, Nice better stop writing then. So Charlie overhears this conversation, and she's clearly distraught by the look on her face. And Miles sort of just brushes past her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they. I. I think. I mean, what we find out later is it just seems like for Charlie, for her, everybody in her life, her family is just leaving her. And she's losing everybody. So this is just another case of that. Yeah. Yeah. So after that happens, we get... let me look at my nose for a second. <laughs> I, I
4: like that Nate's back. What do you guys think about that? I don't... <laughs> all that he that all of a sudden we just saw him kind of in the distance yeah. in the amusement park, and as soon as we saw him, oh, Miles, Miles knows that he's yeah. there, so he starts to go. over. I kind of knew him. that Miles didn't leave. You can tell his love for
3: Charlie, he's even though you know he w- didn't always know her as in his as uh, her uncle. But also, yeah. I just knew that Miles and Nate. We're both tracking them and follow them behind, so they both care about Charlie, and you can kind of see that in glance that they exchange further on in the show. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for a
4: Merle um Walking Dead cut off
3: his oh, arm yeah. out oh, yeah, there, yeah, nice. but then
4: again I keep having to remind myself that it's NBC and, I don't and
1: think there's, there's no so zombies. All I kind of I was thinking about this so with Nate yes. or whatever his name really will be. Yeah, when are we going to find out find Nate's that out,
3: name? That's really annoying. That's really at this annoying. Point. I know Nate is not his, not his name. Story. I know his
1: name is Nathaniel. We talked about this. <laughs> right. Right. We got it. But is do you think that he really is just trying to save Charlie all this time or is, or down the line, he's going to turn on her again in some weird militia kind of no. way?
3: He loves her. You think love? Is, really is the love? strongest thing in this world. Well,
2: well. I mean, I think he's playing up the militia thing, but he's still, he really is going to take Charlie's side. Okay. I mean, he does, I when, when, when Miles that, is beating though. him up, he does say the whole thing about how he kind of threatens Miles with yeah. the militia aspect. He does. But... I I took it more of like he was being threatened and taunted, so he was like, I'm going to dish it right back at you. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's not going to take anything other than a little handcuffing.
4: Again, everybody likes Charlie. She's like the only young girl that we've kind of seen around here, except for Nora's a little bit older, but obviously her heart belongs to Miles. I
3: really like that conversation that
4: Maggie had with Miles saying
3: that he needs to let Nora... Help him and she could possibly save him.
2: Right, and this yeah. is sort of what we get yeah. right after that this scene. I was too. talking about
4: Charlie doing that because Charlie did it.
2: Yeah, she was her. talking about Charlie saving Miles.
4: I guess so, so but Miles I, I, I kind of saw it as
3: Nora too because That's I feel like Nora, Nora and Charlie both are trying to save Miles at this point, but he's not letting any women into his life.
2: Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I kind of wrote that down as a major plot point because I think. Not only do we see a lot about Maggie's character, but I think it was also an opening of Discovery for Miles' character. Mm -hmm. Because he really does, after she says that, seem to take it to heart. Mm -hmm. And it seems like it does matter to him. And Mm -hmm. as much as he puts on the facade that nothing does, this really does get to him, her explanation. Because she kind of gives him the story, and this is where we see her flashback, where Maggie is talking to her kids through Skype. Or I would assume mm-hmm. Skype.
4: Yeah. Maybe it's,
2: like. maybe it's... Maybe uh, it's... Because it's sponsored by Apple, maybe it's FaceChat. Yeah, I don't know, FaceTime. Do you know
3: what she was doing in the States?
2: Uh, it's probably just Seattle mm-hmm. for work. So yeah. she's in Seattle. Mm-hmm. We see the Space Needle in the background.
3: <laughs> yeah. and very detailed very. there. Very detailed. That was detailed. such a fake picture. Yeah. I don't funny. know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> I believed it. I believed it, yeah. I felt
4: like I was in Seattle. I did.
2: So... <laughs> the As she's talking to her kids and was going to read them a bedtime story, the lights and the power just shuts off on her, and she's telling Miles this story about how all she wanted was her kids again and that yep. it was Charlie who ended up saving her because it was finding somebody else to care about. And I think it's more not that necessarily... I think it's the idea of it's someone to care about and someone to live for so you're living Mm -hmm. for somebody else not just yourself right Mm -hmm. and I think that was what Maggie needed and she thinks that Miles needs is to live for somebody else
1: can I I I still had a little bit of a problem with the hotel room and that when all the lights went out it it wasn't pitch black in that room (laughs) I know Kristen that you said the moon (laughs) moon beam could have been really high I just don't know if it would have been that high where she would still be able to see it it. almost would have been a full
4: moon it would have had to have been to have the power go
1: out Got the yeah. studio lights.
2: I mean, those don't those went out too. <laughs> studio lights. Um, so a- as they're talking about this, the dogs are back! The oh no! Dogs, the Cujos. And their plan is while they're standing on the thing, we have to escape to the diner. So they run into the diner, Maggie doesn't make it to the diner, oh. and Dogman, which is what we're calling him because he doesn't have a name, Dogman stabs her in the artery for, specifically, he knows that's where the artery is. And he says, that's for killing my dog, bitch. Did we see that?
3: Did we see her ever kill a dog? Yeah, Yeah. the crossbow. Yeah, the crossbow. Okay, when it bit Aaron. Okay, so that was this scene.
2: And we see her get stabbed in the artery. Just, you know, we see that too.
3: Yep, that was really gruesome.
2: So... (laughs) Anyway, so Maggie ends up getting away. I turned away. away. <laughs> so Maggie ends up getting away, and she realizes that she's bleeding out no. and that she's not, probably not going to survive. So they stitch her up. She stands up and she gets shot because that's what happens to Charlie, as yeah. we found out last episode when Charlie stitches someone up. Yep. Um, so no. So miles mm-hmm. Miles goes off to try and find the dog man, and Maggie is telling Charlie that look, I was, it's my artery, I'm going to bleed out, I just want you to leave, leave me. Go find your brother, just leave me. So she's trying to be selfless here and say, there's no chance I'm going to survive, just do what's best for you. I want you to survive. And that's sort of the, um, a a lot of what we get of Maggie's character, and more, she's kind of more insulting, I feel like, and more like throwing out insults in the first episode. British humor, man, British humor. You're right. (laughs) Maybe it is. She's just being very open and honest. I think that's sort of the British humor and British way is just to be open about everything. Say what you think. Say what you think. Say what you think.
4: And I like that Charlie actually joked around a little bit in that serious moment where she goes, you've been around for me and annoying and always in my face and... Now it's payback. You're yeah. going to get it whether you like it or not. I, I thought like that was I like that, a nice too, way. yeah. Because you don't see her use that kind of humor very often. It's usually very, we have to save the day yeah. and everything. And mm-hmm. it, it was a little Miles humor, I felt like. It was. Slightly. Runs cool. in the family. Well, it was nice that she finally
3: got that thank you from Charlie for yeah. filling in for her mom because up until this point, Charlie's been actually sort of mean to Maggie yeah. and mm-hmm. not accepted her in her life as a mother figure. So it was nice that she gave her that right before she died.
1: Yeah, I was going to say kind of the same thing. I mean, I thought it was a very touching scene in that particular section of the show, especially um, Tracy, who plays, who plays uh, Charlie. I thought her acting was great in that scene. I mean, she, she had those tears going. I, I mm-hmm. thought it was a very touching moment. Yeah. Unbelievable.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So while they're trying to fix up Maggie, Charlie is taken by Dogman. <laughs> Dog man. D- taken d- by Dogman. Dog dog, the
3: dog man
2: into his <laughs> chamber, and so she's taken into his chamber, and Dogman tells her all <laughs> about d- 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 dog all about Lila. <laughs> Which is his daughter, yeah. and she goes, "Oh, where is your daughter?" And he goes, "She's, She's dead." So
4: from tetanus,
2: she is Step dead. Or, or or from how that this creep, other is. word.
4: I mean, he
3: was get. I felt when he touched her. I was creeped out. I felt that touch. It
2: rhymes with grape. Was- <laughs> so <laughs> yes, it but does. we
3: can't use that word. So tape.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was just tape, especially duct tape. It got stuck to her and she strained. Yeah. It was, it was weird. Called. Um, So yeah. we do, again, get this theme, though, that it's because he has all this medicine, some looters come, steal all the medicine, and her daughter steps on a rusty nail and gets tetanus. Yeah. And just, one again, one of these simple diseases that right now we look at and be like, oh, you have tetanus, go get a tetanus shot. Right. Mm-hmm. Or we could do something else about it. Oh, you have rabies, go get a shot for it, or go yeah. get medicine for it, and there's all these things that we really take for granted mm-hmm. today in this era, mm-hmm. especially when it <laughs> concerns medicine, that we really take for granted. How many of these diseases to us seem so simple, yeah? But it's a really, great point Dave, it is a huge deal. Thank you. Um, <laughs> really, it is a huge deal it, when you don't have that, and I feel like with the technology being lost, I think this might really be the most major issue that we're going to run into if this were to happen in, in real life, the loss of medicine, because our society is so used to having this mm-hmm. and just how many things that would affect because of our modern medicine being Everything. gone.
1: yeah.
2: So we'll have to go back and learn natural methods of healing, is what I'm really saying. Start starting Wh- up.
1: Whiskey and a needle and a sewing yeah, kit. Whiskey
2: yeah,
3: whiskey, a needle, and a sewing <laughs> kit. Going into that, can I pause? I don't have any science today, but I have some survival skills. Survival! Survival, survival yeah, nice. skills!
0: That was nice. You guys bar. were
3: on. That was awesome. Okay, so here's some survival skills. You should learn how to grow your own food. This is, like, fresh, wholesome food, and it's better for you. And we talked to Ben, and he does this. Um, Tim. Tim Genny. We talked to him last week, and he actually has his own farm. And he says the food tastes better, so we should that. all do that for sure. Um, learn basic carpentry and home repairs. So many of us have no idea how to do that. And if we had to build shelter, we would fail miserably. So definitely take some skills and learn those classes, um, learn to trap and hunt. I was actually, when I lived on the East Coast, I was all like, no, don't kill deers, but I would be in some trouble, and I would go find those people who I like yelled at for killing deers. Well, when, especially <laughs> at
2: this point in time, though, Deer. it wouldn't be, because right now in our day and the era, a lot of it's for game purposes, and it's not yeah. for survival, but when it comes to survival, it makes a lot more sense yeah. Yeah. as opposed to game.
3: But I don't know how to hunt, do you guys.
2: Um, mm-hmm. I know how to use a shotgun. What but about two? fish? And I know,
3: actually, I know how to use I, a
1: bow and I arrow. I trained in Boy Scouts. Are we the same know, We're in sync tonight, Dave. We are so in sync. And I, I know think, how to use a knife.
3: I think I could fish. So speaking of <laughs>
2: handiwork, <laughs> my, uh, way my, way my way waste disposal stopped working. I have no idea how to fix it. So maybe I should just learn and fix you my waste just disposal. Learn.
3: Yes. All the food was coming
2: up my sink. It was kind of
3: really gross. Okay, moving on. Learn how to butcher animals. So I know mm. none of us That'd can be do. Tough. This.
2: Although that's something though, back in the day that people would have that specific trait, you would go to the butcher who would do that for right. you. So not, I don't think everybody necessarily knew how, but it's not, it is a good thing to know. Yeah. yeah.
4: So Dave's saying, find somebody who knows how to do that,
2: and make <laughs> him your team. Put exactly. him on your team. You are on my team. Daryl, I'm in team. On the okay, team. what
3: about advanced first aid? I mean, I remember taking a like CPR class in high school, but I don't I really know do advanced first aid. And here we remember. see in the show Aaron actually stitching up Maggie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been useful. And I'm surprised he was actually doing it. I because yeah. he was like being all, oh, I don't want to do it, and then we see him later doing it just fine. Right? So yeah. yeah, yeah when she confused. first says it, he's
2: like, "Really? Yeah." Right. But apparently he didn't do a good job. So
4: Maybe he had some of the whiskey that they were
1: The whiskey was for him, not for her. <laughs>
4: it, it wasn't to, you know, get the needle to be better. But aren't
1: you supposed to burn it? Like aren't you, they when you're really Yeah, you're yeah. yeah. supposed to burn it. Yeah. Cuz I would have thought that they would have been able to get to that from a fire early in a diner. Dead. Well, there's no fire. they could make some type of fire with the wood or somewhere around there maybe not I guess the dogs
3: one more survival skill is trust your natural instincts you know we all at the end of the day we are human and we do have those basic natural instincts in all of us mm-hmm. so at the end of the day trust your instincts everyone
2: alright survival well, survival skills. survival <laughs> and now you know we're like an infomercial here not we only are. do we talk about revolution but we help you survive we do we the do. more you know Oh, I love that <laughs> music. <laughs> yes. All right, so let's jump back on the show with Miles cutting Nate free. So mm-hmm. when panic and crisis happen, Miles is like, I just need my best men with me. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he cuts Nate free because he clearly knows, like, I just need somebody else to help me with Dogman. Yeah.
4: Uh-huh. I think he knows that Did Nate has a, dog a thing man. for Charlie, so he's going to have him with him yeah. to help out.
2: So the two of them go off to try and find Charlie and as they get close, Charlie calls out to them. And Dogman has set up an elaborate trap for a crossbow arrow to hit uh, Charlie. The whole time I was thinking while she was trying to get away, why doesn't she just, like, duck forwards or something like that? Or
3: Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know clearly if she was it's only tied. left or right. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure how she was tied, if she could do that or not.
2: Um, but Dogman goes up to fight these guys and tells Charlie, trust no one. Which I wonder if that's going to come back at some point, that one little quote of wisdom from Mm -hmm. him, if maybe that will come back to her and she'll actually take that to heart. Because I don't know why else they would have thrown that line in there from him. So I feel like this might have to be an essential thing, him telling her, trust no one.
3: Yeah, I'm really hoping that we see some betrayal later on. Mm -hmm. I want that to happen. I mean, right now I feel like the show has been playing it safe and you can kind of predict how the characters are going to act. And I want to see some crazy. Like, I don't want to think that Nate's always going to do the best for Charlie. I don't want to think that Miles is never going to leave her side now and be close to her. And Nora seems to be on Charlie's side, too. So I definitely want to see some people betray her and see how she handles that because that's how it is in the real world.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure? not rolling with Kristen. She's going to betray me. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! That's what I found out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. <laughs>
1: the more you know.
2: Okay, so uh, Miles and Nate end up fighting. Dog Man. Dog Man punches Nate out of the way. Duda, and the Miles dog Man. I'm just ta- picturing the <laughs> man
4: half man half dog. <laughs> I'm picturing. <Before> we the... <laughs> say that. I'm picturing... That would have been awesome. You know what it is? It's
2: Dog the Bounty Hunter? He's the yes. one. He's the one. Dog the yes. Bounty yes. Hunter. So Dog the Bounty Hunter is fighting with Miles, and Miles is starting to lose <laughs> <laughs> when. Nate pulls an arrow out and stabs and kills mm-hmm. Dogman.
3: Kind of saved uh, Miles there. Yeah, Nate did. yeah. Well, I yeah. think they
2: kind of saved each other. I think Miles right. saved Nate at the beginning, and then Nate kind of saves Miles at the end there.
3: So have they formed that sacred bond yet?
4: That's what well, you guys do, right? You fight, and then you're best friends. That's, That's true. true.
2: That really that is. is. That's actually true. true. When you get from my camp, I went to summer camp for four weeks. <laughs> First week, I had a huge brawl with the kid. Afterwards, we were best friends throughout the rest That's of the camp. what happens. But that brawl was intense,
3: um, and it was naked.
2: Yeah. I'm just kidding. Okay, I don't. Were you there, Kristen? How did you? Okay, Where's I don't know how you knew right. that, but that's really weird. Some
3: pictures surfaced Revolution. on Facebook. <laughs> I
2: don't know why you're looking at eight-year-old pictures of me, but that's cool. Um, grape. So, <laughs> let, so I think uh, Kristen's favorite moment happened right after this, which is Nate. And Miles come into the room, and the trap goes off. And Charlie ends up getting just away from it, just barely escaping Mm -hmm. from it. And they give each other a little look and then Kristen's favorite moment would you like to describe it Kristen <laughs> no you go for no, it okay okay. Um, so <laughs> they're going to run to go save Charlie and as they're running slow forward, slow motion there's, there's the trap wire there and I'm sorry for those of you who are listening on the audio please check us out on YouTube you can watch this literally as they're running in slow motion all Baywatch style yep uh, Baywatch Miles style. goes does
1: <laughs> <That> this weird <laughs> does. Is like, it? get it's weird. this
2: string out of my way it's
3: as if it's like a spider web spider web, web
2: yeah so, but he, he looks a little bit uh, perplexed by it while yes. he's doing it. Like, this, this isn't <laughs> something he's used to doing, getting these little strings out of the way. So, Kristen loved this moment, and we, we rewound it. We actually stopped and, and rewound
3: it, it. yeah. Yes. Yep. That was awesome. And you should do the same. But we find
4: out that.
2: Charlie is safe, she's okay. They come back to the group, and Aaron has sewn up Maggie, <laughs> and she stands up and gets shot by one of the people in the militia. I'm just trying to relate this back to last episode when Charlie sewed up the (laughs) person. and everybody afterwards. I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) I I literally
1: was like, wait, did I watch the same show?
2: Apparently I'm throwing everybody off. Last episode, Charlie sewed the... The person up the rebel. Yeah, the rebel. Oh yeah, you're right. And he stood yeah. up and got shot right afterwards. Yeah, so I was yeah, trying to relate yeah. it to that. Well,
3: yeah. apparently, Don't the listeners. I mean, it happened the same way, though. I mean, you wasted your time. They're gonna die anyway.
2: It, yeah, in this so it's world, true. there's
3: really no fixing them. Like once they have that bite, just let them go. You know,
2: I think they're already a zombie once they have that bite. So I, mm-hmm. I think that is a good point that you bring up, though, Kristen. That this, even though this person didn't stand up and get shot right away. These are two examples of someone getting sewn up to be healed, and right away they die, immediately afterwards. And when Maggie dies, all she wants is her phone, and she looks and it makes her remember her kids, even though, I thought there was going to be some some timing there where somehow Aaron's pendant was going to react with her too. phone and she I was did. going yeah, to see That it. would have
3: been so corny though, right? That Thank God true. they didn't do that. But
2: I thought they were I going I thought they to. would do that as well. So no, that doesn't no, happen no, no. but she just remembers her kids and she has that vision and tells Charlie that it's okay, you saved me. Mm-hmm. And Charlie says, please don't leave me. Everybody does. Yeah. Aww. And she just starts bawling and Miles yeah. overhears that. And Miles, the Grinch has a heart, <laughs> and, and it goes over three sizes that three day. Sizes. Yes, <laughs> thank you.
4: No problem. And
2: <laughs> he goes up to her and says, "I'm not going anywhere." Okay. Yeah. In a really meaningful way, like that. You did.
4: Well, and I think yeah. the reason when you guys saying about sewing them up and it doesn't really matter anyways, I think it's less about actually helping the person and more about knowing that you tried to help them. Right. It's it's definitely more for Aaron knowing that he at least attempted to do something. Well,
1: and to the defense of the show, they waited till after she lost basically all her blood in her body before they decided to sew yeah. her up. They yeah. didn't do it like right after it happened. I mean, it was...
3: Let's be human plugs. Yeah. And you know, then we'll get the needle. Exactly.
1: It took a while <laughs> before they decided to actually sew her up. So yeah.
2: I want to point out two things here. One is that we found out Last week, they said, who's going to die next week? Somebody's going to die. We found out who. And also, Daryl straight up called that.
1: Do I get a t-shirt from NBC for that? A free t-shirt. Can I get a free (laughs) t-shirt? Thank you, or an applause. Our an applause, applause.
3: <laughs> sounds like awesome. No,
1: I don't know. It was funny at the beginning of the show, I, even the way that they kind of built up the backstory with Maggie. I was like, I think it's going to be Maggie, but mm-hmm. then they sort because of because they were
2: really trying to make you care about to her, care
1: about her. And we yeah. finally got the reveal of who she was and why she was there. But then it threw me off, sort of, because I was like, maybe this is a setup. Maybe it's not her. That, yeah, uh, and no, then all of a sudden Charlie to. dies. I mean, it was right. kind of
3: like <laughs> too too little, too late for me. I mean, we get all this stuff, and suddenly I'm supposed to care about her for the first time this show and then we kill her off like that should have been last week right
1: I agree you know I agree it with, been, that. I it think been last with that it's kind of like
2: the same thing with the Ben death from the first episode where we didn't get to know him at all so yeah. when he died it was sort of just like a Okay. I, but I, we
4: miss him.
3: I don't know we him. miss you, Tim. We miss
1: you, Tim. We're <laughs> glad you were on tonight. We
3: are so glad.
4: But I think he had to get rid of Maggie because Rachel's going to be coming back in a huge way. That's so a I good think point. it'd be too much to have two mother. Or that we get the dueling
1: mother figures. Well, uh uh, oh, needs well, to be
4: too cheesy. Well,
1: when we talk about our news and gossip, there are also going to be some new characters that may take the place of some of oh, the so stay, we have replaced, tuned, so stay tuned for
2: that. So, I I do want to take this chance to say guys that we do this show and provide it for you and we would love any feedback in any way possible, whether that go on iTunes. Please comment and rate us. We'll take both negative and positive feedback. We just want to know how to make this show better for you guys. Go to YouTube, comment, rate us, watch my awesome slow-mo version of (laughs) Tripping Over a Wire, (laughs) and please tell us what you think, positive or negative. We just love seeing the feedback. Or you can come 11 p.m. Pacific time and listen to the live chat and chat with us, and we'll definitely read your comments out loud. And we will definitely, we'd love to interact with you guys, so come and check us out. We yeah. know yeah.
3: Watchtower is watching. And watchtower.
2: Call in, Watchtower. Yeah, you can, yes, call yeah, take you can always call in. We do take callers. Yeah. So let's move on then to Tom Neville and Danny. And they are traveling together to Noblesville, and there's a storm brewing. And for <laughs> anybody tornado. from the Midwest, or I'm sure the East Coast as well. Right. You know when the sky is green, <laughs> that you better get, you better
3: get inside. Yeah. That is
2: not good when That's you see real. the sky green. I remember
3: yeah. those times. Those were scary. Me too. The yeah. Tornadoes. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. I I've seen a lot of tornadoes in my life. I do not miss those. I'll take earthquakes any day. <laughs>
2: we still haven't experienced a real earthquake out here, yet, yeah, So I guess we'll find out when one of those really comes. I mean, Let's there has been not a real work.
3: one since yeah, the seventies. I don't. My
2: bang. grandfather was here during that earthquake during the and he vowed to never come back to L. A. Afterwards. <laughs> So
4: I just kept thinking there's a storm coming, Captain Neville.
2: Yes, yeah. there's a storm very coming. Yeah. It it, it kind of was. <laughs> it, it is very Batman. So, Danny feels the shift. And not only a shift, I kind of took it as a metaphorical shift as well. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Not just a shift right. in the winds, but a met- metaphorical shift. But Danny is the one who's like, we need to just take shelter. This is not good. And Tom Neville's men are telling him, hey, uh, we're like an hour away from Noblesville. Let's just do the hour. Yeah. Keep
3: on keeping on. Keep
2: on keeping on. <laughs> but Tom Neville listens to Danny. He really just likes Danny a lot. So they end up holding up and taking Danny's advice in the little shack, which doesn't do much when an actual tornado strikes <laughs> if you're in all. a shack, a It was ground. a
3: basement, though, wasn't it? They got to the basement of the shack. Well, they
2: did eventually, but eventually. at the beginning, I think they were in It was a
3: storm cellar, yeah. it looked like. Right. Yeah. And then- yeah. Danny found a nail.
2: Right. And stepped on it and got tetanus. Um,
4: Every twist he dies. The next a, I'm throwing there. out
2: all these twists they could be using. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so um,
2: when the storm finally does strike, mm-hmm. all chaos kind of breaks loose in the group because they really don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And Danny decides this is time to run. And him and Neville start fighting and duking it out until they see... The tornado actually starts, and they see the yeah. physical tornado, and they're like, Uh, let's not fight anymore. We'll we'll team up for now. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, there happens to be a storm cellar there. So they find a storm cellar, go inside it, and we find a little bit about Tom's character, uh, I, and more so than Danny's. This was kind of a char- uh, character development part for Tom. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we found out a lot of what I was saying last episode, where Tom, to me, felt like— that father figure who was just watching his kids fight and just when he was reading the paper, just like, ah, oh, those kids. Yeah. And he comes out and tells Danny, you remind me a lot of my son. Yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of the character development for Tom
1: during this scene? I, I enjoyed it. I mean – um, I we've kind of talked about this the last couple episodes. There is another side to Neville that, that is slowly being revealed. We knew that he wasn't just this hard ass the entire time. So by giving us those little pieces of information, I feel like it's kind of letting us develop into who he really is as a person. And I and as, as we keep saying, he clearly likes Danny. And it must be that he reminds him of his son or for some other reasons. Um, the only thing I didn't like is the betrayal at the end of that scene, which I'm sure yeah. we'll get into a little bit more. But I do like, um, I do like the connection Connection between the two,
2: And he kind of explains that he just wants a future for his child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he makes the comparison between Ben, not that he really knew Ben, but Ben and himself about how your father, Ben, he just wanted what was the f- to make a future for you, I'm sure. And that's how I can relate is because I just want a future for my child. Yeah. So he's kind of bringing out that human element of himself to Danny. And trying to explain, like, this is why he's making the decisions he's making. And he also brings up something important, which hopefully I'm hoping we'll get to see a lot more of, which is he talks about Danny. He's like, well, you don't understand. You don't remember what it was like right after the blackout.
3: Mm-hmm. We also get funny. that tease. He said, there was no food, no panic. There was nothing but death everywhere. Mm-hmm.
2: And we also get the tease with Maggie about how there apparently was some wars going yeah. on right, right mm-hmm. afterwards. So it'd be, I, I'm hoping we get to find out a little bit more about that. I right. want to see that and see what that was like right afterwards. Um, so we find out that's probably really hardened and changed Tom, and he kind of mentions that, "Hey, if this didn't affect Ben and change him, then he's a better man than I am." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it really, and we've seen that it changed. It's changed Miles. We found out. It's changed Sebastian Monroe. We found out, so it really has changed a lot of people who actually were old enough to go through this change. Uh, We have the cannibals. The cannibals.
3: I still feel like Captain Tom Neville um, is just looking for approval, though, still. I, I got that, too. He feels so guilty about what he has done. He does feel guilty about killing people, you can tell. Mm-hmm. So he's got
4: this good side, but it's like it's taking away from his badassness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder if if his son maybe was giving him a hard time about it, because if Danny reminds him of his son and he's seeking approval from Danny, it's probably his way of trying to get approval from his son, and who knows how they parted ways. Yeah. He's fighting to get back to his family, but maybe his family knows the circumstances and what his, what his dad's doing and probably aren't very happy about it.
2: Here's another twist. Danny's actually Tom Neville's son.
4: Dun-dun-dun.
2: <laughs> Super twist. That would be a crazy twist. Uh, this is not a soap they, opera. I mean, they look really Danny, similar. Danny, I am your yeah. no They father. do look very similar. Yeah. <laughs> so Tom yells out, Amen! And the roof collapses right after he yells that out and traps him. So... He is trapped, and he gives Danny this choice. And he doesn't really give Danny the choice. I mean, Danny would have to make this choice anyways. But the choice is save Tom, or you can just leave.
4: No, and, you kill him in cold blood. Right, or it's exactly. killing him he's in cold so blood. He's so manipulative. But, that, that change we saw him go through? No, that was no. gone. minute something fell on top of him. Right.
2: Yeah. But he, he does go through a giant change, and he kind of seems kind of maniacal when he's telling Danny that stuff. Like, you're killing me in cold blood, don't you know? Yeah, I, I kind of got this maniacal feel. I feel like he would have been more, like, pleading as yeah. opposed to the character choice that he made with those lines. Talking a
1: little bit of crap.
2: And I think that was kind of an... I, I, I would take that as an actor choice. That was a strange actor choice to me. I yeah. would have taken it as, why wasn't he pleading a little bit more? Like, look, I told you about how you, you remind me of my, my son, and this is just, like, cold blood if you just leave me here. Mm-hmm. But... A strange acting choice to me, but that was the choice he made was to kind of be maniacal with it. And Danny chooses; he decides I can't just leave this guy, and he gets the bathtub or what a sink? I think it was a sink or something. It was a, yeah, he it was just a sink. Pri- I think, I think he sink. just
3: pried wood off of him right before the sink fell. Down. Yeah,
2: was it a sink?
3: It looked like it looked it. like okay. a sink. Yeah. Uh, so
2: he gets. It's probably my one that's been backing up. Girl, not that's doing anything. Later. Okay. So. Yeah, so
3: let's move fast that. He just, yeah, he barely gets out of there before it falls. And so he saved his life. And then they're, they should be buddies, but they're not. And he handcuffs him.
4: See, if Danny, <laughs> I, I kept thinking that maybe because the kids seem to be a bit, Quick, you know they're very smart and think on their feet a little bit. I would have figured he would have got Tom out of there and then maybe like smack them on the head so that okay he's safe, but you know he's knocked out enough for me to get away. Kristen, that you're that smarter than Danny. He <laughs> seemed.
1: <laughs> I- I sort of it's wanted him. Of I know he. I, I knew he probably wasn't going to die, but I sort of wanted him to die at that moment. I wanted that sink to just kind of crash onto his face. I thought it would have been a. What great if that happened and Maggie's face survived. off again? I know. Then I would Well, they could have like Bad. That <laughs> would have been a twist.
4: Yeah. Or it would have been a twist if Danny would have died. And then they get to their journey and they find oh, out it wasn't worth anything. That would have been a huge uh, twist. That's a good twist. That would have been yeah. awesome. Been Please crazy. kill someone off. Like when the roof fell, <laughs> I go, I wonder if that's going to actually be the death if they get rid of Danny because that would be a huge death, and, and these people are still searching for something they'll never find.
1: That's true. Oh, that's and a what, a what a nice
4: lesson, lesson in life that is. That's a zombie, so. So, yes. Aren't we, aren't we zombie. all
3: searching for something we may never find? Or perhaps mm-hmm. does not exist? It's a deeper meaning. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Just like, yeah, it's, honestly, if they would throw us all for a, a loop like that and kill off a main character, everyone would be talking about this show, and they'd come in to see how they were going to deal with that. Yeah, so, yeah. Just, That's all you got to do is kill someone we really like. Yeah. So, <laughs>
2: just regardless, Miles. he's fun. Neville, <laughs> as you're complaining about, does turn around and uh-huh. just handcuff Danny immediately and says, "You're more important than you know." Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean. <laughs> Who didn't see that coming, honestly? I, I yeah, kind of was him. like, okay, this is gonna it happen. It was predictable, that yeah, part. right. But I was kind of, I guess the one thing I didn't think was gonna be that quick. He was yeah. just gonna pop right into it and yeah. just handcuff him straight up. I thought maybe they'd be walking and talking and then he was you going to do to it somehow like or maybe talk, somehow talk him into it. But he straight up throws that out. And at the moment, Danny is handcuffed. So I also wanna take a moment before we talk about the C story, the C arc here, arc here to talk about that we have an amazing fall lineup here at AfterBuzz TV. Not only can you listen to Revolution with us, Mm -hmm. you've also got shows like Walking Dead with Daryl, Uh, Kristen, and Kristen, and I. (laughs) And you've got tons of other great shows. You've got shows like the Emmy Award-winning...
1: Six, homeland, six,
2: six, homeland. Park. <laughs> homeland. You got Daryl on room hotel six, room six six Park Avenue. Six 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 Park Avenue. Ooh. Mm-hmm. and Revenge <laughs> has just started up, Revenge. which people are really loving and Once digging.
4: Once upon a time.
2: Once upon a time. So tons and tons of great shows. You can definitely listen to all of your favorite after shows here, right on AfterBuzz TV. So let's talk about the whole C story. And we we talk, we found out a little bit more about Sebastian Monroe and Rachel.
3: He's kind of al- always had a crush on her. That yeah. was weird. I mean, well, we kind of predicted that, but just the way he was, like, talking about it, like, you know what I want, or I'm not sure you know what, what his exact words were.
2: When when he first said that, that's what I took it as, is yeah. he had a crush on her, but then immediately he followed with questioning her about the electricity.
3: But he touched her in a weird he way. He did touch her in a weird way. He
2: stroked her hair just yeah. like Dogman. Dog Dogman. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Dog so... I'm I do sad the dog
3: man is dead. I hope he comes back and he's like half dog, half man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. He got bit and didn't get rabies. He turned into a dog man. I do want to point out one of our viewers, um, Kyle L A M K E. I don't know how to pronounce those last words, but he did point out to us that they're not in the White House. They're actually in Independence Hall. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'll also get back get to that later. But uh, he was correct, and we do see this exterior once yes. again of Independence Hall, and that's where she is. And. Monroe is giving this speech we're talking about how he's always wanted something and then starts grilling her about Ben. And he's proving to her, like, look, I'm not an idiot. I realize Ben, like, who is he? He's part of the Department of Defense. You can tell me your bullshit story about, you know, that he's a teacher, but I realize he's part of the Department of Defense. He... Knows that he was there with Miles when Ben mm-hmm. called Miles right before the lights came out, saying that the lights were going out. So he's just like, Look, I'm not an idiot, woman. I know <laughs> what's going on. And what
3: I'm wondering, is why doesn't she just say anything? Because he doesn't know if any of it would be true anyway. So make up, Most have make an up imagination, make yeah. up something.
2: She like, does just give this like smug look the whole time. Yeah. It's a really smug look that she's mm-hmm. giving.
3: Yeah.
2: But he he ends up saying, like leaving, and the torture stuff is pulled out, basically, like implying that she's going to get tortured, yeah, if she now at this point, like he's sick of it.
3: why didn't I- we see that?
2: Well, you know what, though? I don't think she did get tortured because when we do come back to it later... She doesn't she, look that bad. Yeah, she looks totally fine. Yeah, so... so she couldn't have really been so tortured. So why
4: was that scene in there? Maybe
3: he,
2: was, <laughs> maybe he was threatening her and it was just a threat.
4: Yeah. He's still keeping her in the nice place, too. He didn't move her out of Independence Hall.
2: And that's something he points out to her, like, look, I've been treating you really well. Mm-hmm. I could have you in a prison, but I've been treating you really well. Just tell me what's going on. But this is what I've been wondering. This, it's been 15 years since the blackout. So why has it taken this long for him to culminate to pressing her this much about it? Yeah. That's the one question I have, is why did it take him 15 years to finally get to this point? Yeah.
3: Well, I guess we don't know when the militia, when Miles split off from the militia, because I'm guessing that while Miles was there, Ben's brother, he kind of kept an eye on Rachel and made sure that she was okay and whatever her role was to be there, which we still have not
4: still figured out. No.
2: Yeah. So... Monroe finally tries to press, which what I, with what I think is going to press Rachel's buttons, at the end, with what kind of mother are you? Yeah. You left your children, completely abandoned them, and she, I'm going to bring Danny here. And now we finally get the huge plan, the plot point, what he's going to do. And I'm going to torture him right in front of you. Maybe, you know what, maybe that's why I pulled out the torture equipment was just to show her, to lead mm-hmm. up, to explain, to like, leave, yeah. I'm not torturing you. I'm torturing your son. That makes sense. So that could have been why. It was just to give her that visual. And then we found out later in the scene later what it was there for. And he called her a cold bee. Yes.
3: Lots of swear words. Lots of swear Mm -hmm. words. So. We could have a drinking game at this point. Next week. They're throwing them all out.
2: (laughs) I know. I'll bring the cups. D's and B's all over the place. (laughs) So. Let's talk about the flashback here now. That. The whole Charlie with her mother, and this Mm -hmm. is kind of the theme of both Charlie, everybody in her life is leaving her. And at the same time, Ben explains to Charlie and the kids, like, hey, Rachel's just going to go get some supplies. Don't worry about it. She's not. And she's... And some air... And she... (laughs) Rachel is crying on the way out, and Charlie doesn't get to see that, but we find out, just for us as the viewers, that Rachel really is depressed about that, Mm -hmm. and she's crying as she's leaving, and she comes up to the twist, it's not Sebastian Monroe that she's coming to, it's actually Miles, and she says, look, I just want to see my kids again, and Miles doesn't respond, and just handcuffs her, and gives her no response, so we see that cold, hard-ass side of Miles of kind of being a dick, Yeah. Mm -hmm. so a selfish
4: dick. In the words of Nora.
1: In the words of Nora. (laughs) Not much
2: Nora in this episode when I think
1: about it. No, 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 she's pretty quiet. at the top of the -hmm. the episode. That's it.
4: I kind of liked seeing that it was Miles. I mean, I suspected it when she starts walking up because you know there's got to be some big... Do we know what her job was or why he
3: would... I mean, what's your prediction for why Miles asked her to come?
4: Uh... She must be good at whatever her job is, and they needed somebody in the militia for it. And he probably, the power went to his head, I'm assuming, as it would with most people. Well,
2: here's the thing though why would he handcuff her if the yeah. point was that they're going to you have her help them? Why handcuff her? Mm-hmm. So.
4: Maybe they were taking her to wherever the base was because it didn't look like they were in a distinct mm-hmm. place. It looked more like a barn. I, right, I'm that wondering they
2: were if. In. I think there must have been some sort of agreement that they came to where if. He took her as some sort of compensation. Mm -hmm. Ben or somebody else from another party wouldn't act. So I think it's...
3: Or perhaps they were going to give her children supplies and food because Ben said they have more food than they can eat. So perhaps, like, she exchanged herself for For supplies. supplies. So maybe
2: it really was for supplies. But at the same time, why would they handcuff her? Well, I guess, like, she's sort of a prisoner And Well, didn't they take the
3: handcuffs off
4: once she got there?
2: I think it was right when she got there that they put them on. Oh. Yeah, Oh. That was what I took it as. She doesn't gotcha. have the
4: handcuffs on anymore, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I tend to think it also might have something to do with Miles saying, you have to come with me for whatever it is that sh- the purpose is so that I can save your children and Ben because if other people know that Ben has the... Knows why the power went out. They're going to be after him. Right. So if you come with me and help me with whatever it is, I'll make sure they're safe and they won't get touched.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I think you're probably right on that. Yeah, right on the money. So let's talk about some news and gossip.
0: After Buzz TV News.
1: All right. Well, I know we lost Dog Man tonight and our girl Maggie. Dog Man. Dog Man. But there are two new characters that will be appearing on the show. Neville's wife and Aaron's wife will be coming to Revolution soon. So as TV Guide has said, prepare to meet not one but two lovely ladies in the upcoming episodes. Not only will we be meeting Neville's wife, whose whose name is Julia, played by Kim Raver, who's from Lipstick Jungle, I believe, in Grey's Anatomy. Uh, We will also be meeting Aaron's wife, Priscilla, whose name is Marine Sebastian
2: now do you think these characters are going to be still alive or they're going to be introduced in flashbacks um
4: that's a great point that's Dave. a good point I'm thinking flashbacks especially for because it Aaron's doesn't fly. say it yeah. just
1: says it would not confirm if these people would be in the present or the past so that's a very excellent point you I there, hope Dave. that
3: they're flashbacks I don't want any more characters in the present
1: yeah <laughs> I feel yeah.
3: like they need to further develop the characters that are there not add to.
1: Yeah, I feel like maybe one out of the two will be a present and one, you know, will be fulfilled. I guess life.
3: maybe they could, like, run into their wives. Maybe that would actually be cool to see, like, the reuniting of a family.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. That would be fun to see. That would be co- yeah, that would be. Um, another AnotherTVGuide.com... Um, article was with executive producer David Rambo. He was interviewed, and he was speaking about the story behind the pendants and Randall's origin. And basically, Rambo promises that we'll learn more about what happened between Randall and Grace very soon in upcoming episodes. He also said Randall's very much a part of the story, very much important. He's a part of the story that was more for the story to come. He confirms that those who share the pendants, which include Randall, Grace, Ben, and Aaron, all are related in a mysterious way that will be told very soon. Ben slash Aaron, right? Right. Right. Yeah. And well, it says Ben and now Aaron. So, okay, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, passed on. Yes. So, Rambo even says that there may be more members introduced into the pendant posse as well. So, the pendant posse. The pendant posse, I like that. And then the last thing is that NBC Revolution is doing very well. It dipped slightly a little bit um, last week in ratings, um, but they're still doing very strong. In fact, at the 10 o'clock time slot, it came in right under um, Castle for ABC, but we Revolution got 8.4 million viewers, so we're kicking back. Wow, that's and
2: a lot. And I do believe, as we pointed out last week, too, and we'll point out again, they've been officially, they have a full season. Mm-hmm. They have a full season. They now have a full season, so yeah. it will be on at least for this
1: first season. Yay! Yay. So. Good job, NBC! Good job, J.J. Abrams.
3: Is it 13 episodes, or have they confirmed the number? I'm not sure. I'm
1: not sure the number. We'll have to number, look that up, we'll look so that up for next week. You know what I was
2: thinking about when we're talking about characters dying and being introduced? You know a really easy way to cheat a lot of times? Just go on IMDb and see how many episodes the character's listed for. That's true. That's very true. I like, try not to do that, but I was thinking about that also with Walking Dead. It's just like I guess you could go on IMDb and just see how many episodes. Yeah, that spoils the fun, though. It does spoil yeah. the fun.
3: <laughs> so
4: or maybe they just go away for a while and come back in season two. <laughs> well, and then you could also see them in flashbacks. Exactly. So they could die yeah, that's true. Matter. That's true. That is true. Because Maggie was listed for I think six on IMDb. Is she? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. So, all right, maybe maybe my theory is wrong, <laughs> at least for this show, where you have flashbacks. So let's talk about some of the comments that we got um, on YouTube to the Tim Guinea interview, because unfortunately last week, and I guess we didn't get to explain this at the beginning, but we were having technical issues with the cameras, so the yeah. YouTube didn't go up, the audio did go up on iTunes for last week's episode, but... Last week on the, the Tim Guinea interview that you guys killed it for, yeah, yeah. Andrew Figarelli commented that he agrees with Kristen and that he loves that both timelines are at the same time, that you're seeing two at once. Thank you, and Andrew. And thank you as well, JSM328, on commenting. We appreciate it. And on iTunes, we had Hawaii Shoe Girly, BYYSD, BlinkFan88, and Kyle Lamkey Maybe it's Lampke. Maybe that's what it is. Tell me just tell me next this week tell call me how in, call in. in. <laughs> call in and he was correcting us he, he's a fan and thank you so much for enjoying our show um, that he further explained that it wasn't the White House as I was predicting and clearly wrong about it's it was Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That Kristen, Pennsylvania. That what, what, Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah. um that the, Rachel is in. So right. mm-hmm. that was the exterior shot that we got to see before and that we saw today. So cool. Independence Hall. So thank you so much, guys. We do appreciate it. So awesome. let's awesome. Let us then talk about our predictions. Aww.
0: And now you're after Buzz TV.
3: So they're blowing up a train next week. We got a choo-choo train. Why are they blowing up the train?
4: Because Danny's on it. So they're going to blow him up.
2: Yeah, well, no. Well, I
4: think they're Uh, going to probably blow up the rest of the train where he's Mm -hmm. not in the specific car. Right,
2: I think they're trying to blow up and stop the front of the train, the engine part of the train. So wherever he is, it has to stop and they can't get away through the train. Mm -hmm. But... This is, I think, what I really got out of it that I think was important is that we're seeing that kind of what I talked about in the fact that a lot of cars, not all of them ran only on electricity. Trains, you have trains that ran on coal that apparently, unlike boats, still exist. (laughs) Uh, So you do have trains that run on coal still existing and Mm -hmm. they would still work without electricity and power. And we're going to see that setting. So this is kind of another also take on sort of a wild, wild west. Version of the show in a way, which it kind of with Will Smith, which it kind of of bounces on sometimes. And so we're seeing that. But we have that we have a clash here. So we're going to finally see the interaction. Neville, Miles, Mm -hmm. and Charlie, and the whole group there are finally clashing. Up until this point,
3: Tom has, you know, been on his own sort of quest with Danny, and they haven't come together at all. He has not. I, I know that he knows Miles because we sort of get that clip next week where they kind of see each other and he's like, you're Miles Matheson or whatever. And so they did know of each other. I mean, I guess since he was in the militia as well, it makes sense and everyone knows who he is. Mm-hmm. But up until this point, he has been separated from the group. So it will be nice to sort of see everyone's interactions with Tom and see whose side he's really on. I mean, at the end of the day... He could switch sides. He used to be with um, Miles, so maybe they could talk him into it. And I feel like he's, at this point, could be persuaded to a certain side because he keeps looking for approval. It doesn't seem like he wants to kill people, so who knows?
2: What I think is going to happen is I think Neville is going to get away, and I think the way he's going to get away is Nate is going to flop sides again and end up, because Neville's there— Help, ne- help Captain Tom Neville get away with Danny in a way where he doesn't harm um, Charlie, but he is going to help the militia out, and I think that's how they're going to get away. So that is my I don't want to be hunting
3: we'll for Danny anymore, so I hope that they get well, I back. think they've got to <laughs> get
2: away, though, for a reason why they're going to continue and somehow make it to Independence Hall. Mm-hmm. So then their next quest is going to be to make it to Independence Hall.
3: Where is Nobleville? Are we, where are we at now? What state? Do we know?
2: I think we're in Indiana right now. Okay. So we were in Illinois for the beginning of the season, now we're in Indiana.
4: So they're heading a little south. Maybe, you know, they get Danny back, but they lose Charlie, and then Charlie is with, you know, Nate. I hope not. I just want Uh, them to not not lose anyone anymore.
2: (laughs) they would be flopping around. They'll be flopping around. (laughs) And... A lot of ways. Yeah, that was weird. All right. So, all right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's On Revolution. Come with us. Definitely come check us out next and week. Plop. We will be here again. And once again, I am Dave Klein. You can also call me Kristen Klein if you wish. <laughs> or you the, find the, the, the dog man. Or the dog man, Bounty Hunter. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at TheDaveKlein, that's K-L-E-I-N. Or go to my website, djk-online.com.
4: And I'm Kristen Carroll, and you can find me on Twitter on the fan, F-A-N-2-C-T-O-S-E-E. Oh, I'm Kristen Elizabeth Snyder And you can find me on Twitter
3: At Cinematic Escape Or you can Bing Cinematic Escape And follow my blog
1: I'm Dario Kristen You can find me under the same name on Twitter D-E-R-R-I-A-L-C-H-R-I-S-T-O-N And also on Facebook And we will see you guys next week See you guys next week